Welcome to The Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is The Clean Slate Podcast. Thank you, Justin, for that kind word. Wow. (laughs) Preach it. Amen, brother. Welcome back, everyone, to the Christmas special. 12 days of Christmas we are doing. Guys, if you were just tuning in, we have a couple more episodes that we've done before, so go ahead and listen to those as well. But we have another great episode for you guys today. In our special, we are doing a Christmas story. So here's a fun a fun tidbit of information from behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Daniel and I both have lovely significant others. Yep. And we decided they could pick two of our our movies for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, is this Alyssa's? Yeah, this is Alyssa's oh, pick. Oh, I didn't even know. Wow. Um, Daniel didn't like the movie, so that's sorry, not, That's not true. <laughs> okay, he didn't love it then. Sure, yeah. But, yeah, that's anyways... Fine. So Alyssa picked this movie. This is one of her picks. Yeah. And this is a classic movie. Yeah. For sure. There's a new sequel out. Actually, you know what I discovered is there's like 10 Oh, yeah. There's so many connected to this franchise. Mm-hmm. Well, because there's a... I know you don't know this. I know you're lying right now. No, I... I can, I, I can tell you're lying. No, when I was looking up a Christmas story to find out what oh, streaming service it's on, I saw that there's so many more. You found all the information? Yeah. Well, because there's like... Okay, so there's three Christmas story movies now. Mm-hmm. But then this was based off of some guy's writings who's like a radio guy. He does the um the narration the for this. Yeah. Yeah, he does all the VO. Nice. And that's what we in the industry um, call voiceover. Yeah, so we knew what we were talking about. But you guys would you have guys never now guessed know. that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> even, even though, though it's you like just really said voiceover right before. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, so that's kind of cool that he did that. But uh, yeah, I guess he wrote like some some book about his life and they take they've been taking like little bits of stories from his books and making like other movies that are like completely different plots and actors yeah but like still taken from his life which is really interesting i'm curious to check those out i've heard they're all bad for the most part but yeah, yeah i think so i think i've heard the same thing okay so christmas question of the day what was the present that you were most surprised by that you got that was like your favorite present growing up as a kid? okay this is incredibly nerdy Okay, go ahead. I think and we I wasn't kind of established that you were... Okay, no, let's leave. just do kid. Kid? Like little, little kid? Yeah, like kid, kid. Like the same age as Ralphie. Oh, shoot. Okay, let me think about that. You go first. You go first. Okay, okay. So my favorite one, this is going to date me now, and I feel like I'm at this point in age where people A like... Malibu Barbie. <laughs> no. Um, so one of my gifts that i got that i always really wanted and it was my favorite thing ever was this robot dog it was like a little oh <gasps> do you remember i remember things? this yeah the, it was yeah, like a gray cool. dog with like mine had blue ears and it had like this little sensor but you can interact with it and um Doesn't like, it play music or yeah it played music weird. it would let you know when it was tired and needed to go to bed it was like this tiny little like handheld toy um and like you you would have its bone and when it was hungry you would push the bone towards its mouth and it would like make this motion of eating and then you would feed it so it was always because i always wanted a puppy like for christmas and then when i found out that they had these robot (laughs) dogs i was like no way this could be like my because we already had rusty like we didn't have my friends were gonna get another dog you could have got rusty a friend 
that's what I always told them. But anyway, so that was one of my favorite gifts that I woke up one morning. But my the Christmas story behind it was that I woke up and I found that like I was super sick that Christmas day. I like had to be seven years old. But I woke up that Christmas day and it was like raining that day. Whatever we I think we got up at like six in the morning, but I ended up like I opened the gift and I was like so excited, but I was also sick at the same time. So I immediately oh, put down the, the gift worst. and I ran to the bathroom and puked like so bad and went back to oh. bed. Yeah, so it was a fun day. That feels like but it, it was a fun gift, but a it, was a, story. it was a rough day. <laughs> okay, what's your gift? Okay. I really am having trouble remembering like specifically what I got for Christmas. Oh. I know I got stuff that I really liked. Well, because you get stuff for birthdays too. Okay, what? <laughs> so it's all it's mixed Christmas. up in my head. So I'm <clears throat> almost certain my parents got me a Star Wars encyclopedia. Oh my gosh, had, like, wait. I think I pictures. remember Pictures. I think I showed it to you. Like, yeah. I think I remember showing this to you. But it had like all the extended universe stuff and I was super into it. Like I That's was sick. Yeah, I think I, I remember, remember that, that. <laughs> specifically for some reason. Okay, so in 1940, a young boy named Ralphie Parker attempts to convince his parents, teacher, and Santa Claus that a Red Ryder range 200 shot BB gun really is the perfect Christmas gift. Wow. I had a time. I, mean, I guess that is as much plot as there is. Yeah. Um, this movie almost feels like like jazz like it doesn't go together like, <laughs> like just so much random stuff happens but then it kind of Reminds resembles the a movie at the end yeah yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> this was only my second time watching this movie okay um the first time Alyssa made me watch it i know i've already told you this before but i actually kind of hated it the first time i watched it <laughs> and i didn't get it and i didn't think it was funny but this time I watched it, I thought it was funny, mm-hmm. and I also thought it was heartwarming, Okay, which is really weird, because usually my opinions don't change this drastically, but I actually really enjoyed it this time around. Okay. I think I thought of the dad more as the main character this time around. Oh, that's good. And I thought of it more as like, this could just be me getting old and sentimental, but I thought of it more as like a son looking back on like his view of his father and relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. And then there's like these little moments of the dad who's supposedly like this really scary tough guy, but he's not really at all. Yeah. And you see like these tender moments and I don't know, I found it really sweet and it made me think of like my dad a little bit, even though this guy doesn't act like my dad at all, but just like some of those special moments where you notice like, oh, they're doing something really like special for me and I didn't know. Like as a kid, you don't know. So I thought, I don't know. I think it hit me different this time. That's interesting. I kind of felt that way about him and his mom. Like how the mom oh, okay. was the main, like, not the main character, but like her main plot. Like it just resonated with me of how she was like literally mm. such a workhorse in the family of like getting everybody ready, making dinner, doing all she these kept different it things. Afloat. And like she went pretty much the entire movie unappreciated, um, which is something that's like just that happens a lot. And I think that's kind of like a stereotype of. Oh, yeah. The mom just never being appreciated. So it was kind of like this moment. Especially in this time period. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Where they don't like really have a voice. Um, Yeah. Wow, we got really It's weird because this movie. Yeah, we just (laughs) analyzed it. Well, I feel like it's weird because this movie is old, but it's aware of, it's like, it feels ahead of its time Mm. with its themes and like acknowledging certain things that I, I wouldn't think a movie would acknowledge from this time period. Yeah, especially like a Christmas movie about a BB gun. Like, yeah. there's a lot in there. 
even even though it's like for the most part it's like a kid friendly movie kind of minus the language yeah because you said you weren't allowed to watch this as a kid right? yeah no i wasn't you said you weren't either so don't, <laughs> I don't try to put me on blast like that. i mean yeah well i don't <laughs> think i even wanted to watch it i don't think i was yeah, no same especially when you see like because we saw the commercial for this movie like a hundred times but the scene where he yeah. puts the the tongue to the uh pole and like you yeah. get stuck I mean, there i like was it's weird because like out by that i never wanted to watch them really because of it yeah I don't know why. I just feel like there's all these like iconic things from this movie that you hear about, but in the movie I just didn't care about it. Like mm. when he licks the pole, I don't don't really care about that scene or the or sliding saying down. you'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. The the slide part actually made me laugh. Like when he climbs back up, I don't know why because I felt like that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I remember last second what I actually wanted to tell Santa. What's your piece? Speak it. Anything really in the 40s, I like enjoy. I don't know why. Like like set in the 40s mm-hmm. yeah or even Interesting. like whatever like anytime old time stuff is kind of presented in this way like 40s 50s 60s whatever you like, like that it, huh? that decade those couple decades of time like i really enjoy like things like you know even going back to i love lucy andy griffith show mm. um not really leave it to beaver there's like a wholesomeness yeah and it felt like there there was a little bit of that in this okay so there was moments of this where I was like really enjoying the movie. I was like, this is like, it feels like a cozy Christmas movie. I was like, I was kind of here for it. It is cozy. But then I like, when I was sitting there watching it, I was really kind of happy that I never watched this as a kid. And Okay. Because the language would scare you? No, but no, it was more so that <laughs> all just, of I'm the kids. <laughs> no, I know. And it was more so because all of the kids are so obnoxious in this movie. Yes, like they're screaming or crying. They they're like obnoxiously laughing at each other or they're just like hazing each other to where it's just like, God, like these kids were ruthless to each other back then. And it feels oh, like it actually it is. It probably kind was. Of like that now in today's time too, but. I was ru- when he beats up the bully. Yeah. I, mean, I was is, rooting for him. I was like, kill the bully. Yeah. <laughs> He's annoying. I mean, this movie's like, what, 30 years old now? 40 years old? Yeah. I, so I didn't like hate it, but there's also no... There, I think there are themes in the movie, right? But the main theme, like what's the message? I don't know, man. Because the boy doesn't change. That, he actually gets the boy worse. Change. Nobody changes. Yeah. Nobody changes. No, I disagree. I, I think the dad changes. I think he was always like that. Okay. I think he I think we're just seeing different sides of him. Honestly, I don't think this is that kind of movie. I feel like this is almost a slice of life mm, kind okay. of story. Okay. I can see that. And you're just getting like little bits and pieces of it um throughout this Christmas season kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, but it, it kind of <laughs> I I like your it's like jazz because there's so many random things that happen in this movie. I know. It's hard like to the like lamp. put into words. It's almost surreal. It's <laughs> like, almost a surreal movie. Yeah. I like the lamp though. I think that's my favorite bit. It's Yeah, it's really funny. So, But no, I did really like, I did think this movie was funny. I didn't completely hate it. I wasn't like, no, I'll never watch it again. Like I would actually probably watch this again. It's good. Yeah. I think you'll like it more the second time. But I do resonate more with the parents my guess. a little bit. Of uh, in this movie, I do too. Yeah, with the voiceovers, I think it really helps put in a a different, not a great perspective, 
but it gives perspective into everybody's life mm. without having to do yeah. it in the normal way. It's a good use of voiceover. Yeah, I think so. I, I think. normally hate voiceovers, and this movie voiceovers the entire movie. The delivery is really good too. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's the guy who wrote the story and he right. lived yeah. it. So whatever, but um, he does a good job. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, but ha- my favorite is the ending. the The ending where he doesn't get everything that he wants. And then his dad's like, "Hey, what's mm. what's that over there?" Like, it's so sweet. I dude. feel like we've had all, like, we've all had that kind of moment. Where we're like, "Yeah, oh, this is it." And like, you kind of just and the dad got it for him without the mom knowing mm-hmm. or anything. And like, you don't really see the dad like listening to what the boy is saying most yeah. of the time. But then he pulls out the the gift that he wanted, and I think yeah. that's so sweet. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a really wholesome ending. I think. Um, but yeah, well, there's a bunch of other stuff that happens after that. Though, that <laughs> so I don't, okay, it's a wholesome end to his goal, which was to get the BB gun. That could have been the end of the movie, and then like a bunch of weird stuff happens. Yeah. Well, what are the stuff? Which I, I kind of like the weird stuff. I they go to a Chinese restaurant. Oh yeah, which like low key kind of racist. Which <laughs> could be a little. I mean, more than a little racist. It's offensive. It's, <laughs> yeah, it it's definitely. Is. I guess that's a trigger warning we should say because it actually was bad. Like I wasn't yeah. like, oh, that's just how it was. It was genuinely a I was bad. like shocked when it was there. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> but I kind of like that scene. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> just a little bit. Also, like how out of pocket was it <laughs> when he closes the dog's ear in the door? <laughs> oh, yeah. What is that? It's like, so random. It's just so random. In the <laughs> Rebecca and I were like, yeah. what the heck? But um, I don't know, man. This movie's weird. Like, yeah, it really so is weird. a weird movie. Yeah, but I I liked it. Like I I like the weird in this movie. There's a, that new sequel that just came out. It's mm-hmm. an HBO Max original. I might watch it, and I'll let you know. It just came but out. I'm kind of right? terrified. Yeah, I'm kind of terrified of it though, because there's no way you can make something that works as a sequel. It's called A Christmas Story Christmas. I'm pretty sure it still has Ralphie. The boy. Yeah, it's the original Ralphie. actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess all the other additions in this franchise are different actors. Right. But this one has all the friend group and everything. It's all the same actors, which is oh, pretty, wow. pretty cool, actually. Uh, do you have anything else to say on the movie? I know that this is your second time seeing it. Um, Honestly, I don't really have anything else to add. But I would mm-hmm. say if you haven't seen it, I would say give it a chance. Be open-minded. Yeah. And expect something a little offbeat. Uh, I, mean, I guess it needs a particular audience. But it is iconic, so you should take it off your list at some point. Yeah. Why not I, do it this holiday season? <laughs> I will say that, yeah, besides the obnoxious little brother. Oh, when he eats like a pig? I hate that. Oh, my God. I was like, I was literally the dad of the stomach hurt. I was just like, what? I honestly heck? think that might be the point, though. Was that the reaction they wanted? Maybe. But then you see, okay, again, to prove my point, the mom is like. Laughing at him? Yeah. And she's like she's a playing villain. along. She's, she's a real villain. No, what? She's she's sweet. Anyway, we're going to start another debate. <laughs> the leg is the real villain. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You can buy um, that leg lamp. Oh, my gosh. I, I bet. Like on, on like Amazon or whatever. All right, guys. Um, that is our sort of talk slash review of A Christmas Story. Tomorrow we have A Christmas Carol coming out. That is Daniel's lady friend. My, my lady wife. friend's <laughs> pick. His wife, that woman he calls his wife. The lady. That'd be a good memoir title. 
Anyways, so Rebecca's pick is, yeah, A Christmas Carol. This is the Patrick Stewart version. I don't know what year this came out, but you guys know Patrick Stewart. He's bald. Yep. That guy. You can follow us on at the clean slate underscore podcast, at Daniel Garza, at Carson Phillips. Carson Glenn Phillips loves you. And I just want to say another thank you to Justin for our awesome intro slash theme music he's going to be doing some more theme music throughout our podcast career we'll see how it goes yep he's an official slater he is an official slater anyways we'll see you guys tomorrow that's a clean slate